0: Hey guys, it's Devin. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I am your host and I'm also a psychiatrist, but I'm not your psychiatrist. If you have mental health problems, go and see a psychiatrist. On this podcast, I share my thoughts, mental models, and frameworks to help you and your children to navigate through really complex sorts of issues in life using fairly simple um, thinking strategies which are partly my own version of what i have learned from others what i've read from clinic from my patients uh, from my mentors from my own kids in my family and from my own personal journey through life. And I share them here with you as a labor of love, but also selfishly as a way to process my own... process my own sorts of feelings, thoughts, hang-ups, and difficulties. in an effort to do better in life. Today, I wanted to talk with you about this idea of simplifying things. How do we simplify what is inherently complex and complicated? Is maybe not as complicated as we think it is simplicity though is not basic but it basically is the way to live a um, successful and satisfying easier happier life i think there's something very elegant in the, uh, I call it an art, the art of simplification, because, you know, there's it's just so, there's it's too much complexity now, you know. It's so There's so much going on. Um, and I've said many times before, I mean, I, I like the internet, okay. Don't get me wrong, but I feel that the, the, one of one of the um, one of the problems with the internet and how it's used is that it's amplified kids' stress, and um, certainly the patients that I see in clinic, um, you know, a, a, a large proportion of them. Uh, Burnout because they 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 have this information overload. The information overloaded every day, from the minute they wake up to the moment they go to sleep. Literally, they're bombarded with information, content, 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 left, right, and center, and in order to you know you have you have to sort out the wheat from the chaff right you have to filter out what is useless information and decide moment by moment what is information that is actually edifying and meaningful and is going to ultimately improve your life in the life of others. Sometimes make, making the dis- distinction between what's good and what's not is quite difficult, you know, because content is wrapped up in all kinds of rhetoric, narratives, humour, um, you know, attention grabbing headlines, um, you know, misleading, misleading catchphrases and and the like. Uh, I'm digressing now, but uh, this idea of simplicity is really something I've been thinking about a lot um, in the last few months. Um, and I hope that you'll you hang around, because at the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you a gift. Um, it's, a, yeah, it's a gift, which I think you'll like, uh, but you have to stay till the end. Um, it's Christmas. Well, it's coming up to Christmas. And um, yeah, I wanted to give you a gift. Um, so, please hang out with me. Um, bear with me. Um, this morning, I, after dropping off my kids at school, I came across a scene that irked me for some reason. Uh, a child had just fallen over and she had scraped her knee. She was crying. She looked a little bit em- embarrassed. And an adult went up to her and told her immediately, hey, you're all right. You're all right. Ah, It's a good thing that you're so brave. You can pick yourself up and keep going. You head off to school now. You're all right. You're all right. Now, I think that adult had the best intentions. Clearly, you know, I I think their heart was in the right place I'm making an assumption I'm speculating here but if I was a more intrusive annoying jerk I might have suggested a few tweaks to this adult's approach because while I agree that we ought to prepare kids for the road ahead instead of trying to prepare the road for the kids as Jonathan Haidt says in his book, The Coddling of the American Mind, which by the way is well worth reading. It's important to recognize that we as human beings all feel pain from time to time, right? We don't have to dwell on that pain necessarily or let that pain keep us from doing what we need to do. Sometimes it does do that, of course. But in this context, I think it's good for us to validate our children when they feel hurt. But you also need to follow that up with guidance. Guidance to help them navigate the road ahead in spite of pain and discomfort. Um, So... That, to me, that's a really fundamental, uh, a fundamental idea. Um, Validate the child's pain, because pain is normal, pain is human, but we need to equip our children with the tools for a tough journey, right? And that's just a fundamental rule. It's obvious to me Maybe it's not obvious to other people, but I think the order of things is really important. Validate and give tools simple, right? But obviously not so easy to put into practice if you don't know the rules. So now the topic I would like to talk about is this idea of simplicity. We need to have we we need to have a firm grasp of these sorts of fundamental ideas, I think. Um, but how do you how do you know what's a fundamental idea or not? Um, and that's that's I think um, a question that authors of really great books and not so great books have been trying to grapple with for thousands if not maybe millions of years i don't know if if you believe um certain uh certain people on Netflix um oh by the way uh i can i segue can i can i just take take a detour here um another fundamental idea, and you might like this. I know it's a bit of a, a digression, but it's within the overarching theme of this topic of simplicity or um, you know uh, simplifying our our life into simple fundamental rules. One thing I've been playing around with is this um, uh, you know there's this, uh, doctors, investors um, people who like playing games, people like gambling. Um, I'm Asian, so inherently I have a little bit of a gambling streak in me. Um, luckily I keep that quite, quite well-tempered. I'm not, I'm not a big speculator, but I, I do like to take a little bit of risk every now and then. How do we make decisions about an un- uncertain future. How do we make, how do we make the best decisions that tilts the odds in our favor? Right when the road ahead seems so opaque and unclear. Obviously, because we can't know the future. We we can only live in the moment. We don't live in the future, so how how can we know the future? Right. Some would say there's no such thing as the future and I think what that means is is that um, we can only imagine what the future might be like Um, but that's still not real you know it's out it's it's us imagining what lies ahead and that might never materialize so I think the future is ultimately unknowable Uh, and so you might say wait Devin but don't we still have to make decisions in the moment right now because we have bills to pay we have children. We need to pick up from school, all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, of course, those are your responsibilities and your obligations that you have to fulfill today. But um, you don't know if you need to enact those responsibilities and obligations tomorrow because you don't know you you, you don't know for sure that you're going to be here tomorrow, right? You know that you're here today. So you can only do what you can do today because you're living right now. You're not living tomorrow. You're living today. We can't predict, but we can prepare. That's what my homeboy, Howard Marks of Oak Tree Capital. Shout out to you, Howard. You're the man. Love your stuff. Love your memos. We can't predict, but we can prepare. Which is different to saying that, you know, how the future is going to pan out because you don't know, but you can prepare. Someone was telling me that we need to make decisions, um, into the, into the future, thinking of life as little short runs that add together to make up one long run, the problem still is that you never know what the outcome of those short runs will be. So the long run is never going to be what you anticipate it to be. Um, So again, you know, you have to, you have to prepare even though you can't predict. For me, I don't know about you, but I hope I haven't, I hope I haven't induced anxiety in, in you guys, but for me, this, this frees up so much tension for me. You know, I don't have to worry about the future now. I only have to worry about what I'm doing now. What are my roles, responsibilities, obligations right now? What is important to me right now? What can I know right now? Right now, I know that my kids and my family are the most important thing in my life. Right now. Now is always now. And so because now is always now, my kids, my family, are always going to be the priority for me. Everything else, can wait mostly, mostly, most of the time. Now, I'm not naive to think that, you know, you should quit your jobs and just, you know, be beach bums and just spend your whole time with your family. Well, I mean, that's cool. That's great if you have the means to do that. But, you know, you, your kids still need to eat, right? So I guess it comes down to a choice, right? You. Do you want to sacrifice a bit of time so you can get enough money so you can feed your kids food, or do you just want to hang around as a bum? Um, if you have no money, maybe you go in a doll or you, whatever, it's still a choice, it's your right to make that choice. Anyway, I digress at this juncture, I would like to move into another simple idea, um, which is actually not that b- basic. Uh, I'm a real fan of Bayesian thinking, you know, thinking and probabilities to make, uh, good enough decisions. It's a simple method, but it's not basic. Like I said before, I hope that you're following me because I might be going all over the place. Um, I know, um, I mean, it's been such a busy year and I have to apologize. I don't know if I apologized before, but, um, you know, I have been a little bit, well, I have been inconsistent with podcasting. I used to podcast every Friday, um, sorry, Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, but that's dropped off a lot because I've had to, you know, reprioritize my life. Um, anyway, I won't tell you why, but I, I apologize for that. I'll try to be more consistent. Um, I sh- hope, I'm i hoping that it will be more consistent next year But I don't know Because I don't know the future But that is my intent I hope that's good enough for you ah, Where was I? Oh yes um, Bayesian thinking The notion that while we can't know everything Just like the future We might know enough about something So that we can tilt odds of a desired outcome in our favor that's really appealing to me you know anything that helps me to afford some downside protection without needing to know the future uh, is really appealing to me and it takes a lot of anxiety out of the equation for me because all i have to do is to figure out to the best of my ability Think of all the factors and, um, um all the factors, uh, that goes into, um, working out what is the likelihood of success, uh, of a certain outcome, um, for any decision that I make in the moment. Uh, what's the probability of an outcome playing out right now based on probabilities and you know if if i work out that um decision x um improves the likelihood of success of something happening more than decision y I'll go with Decision X, even though Decision Y might be marginally, um, you know, I don't know, maybe marginally less um, appealing. Um, Did I just make sense? I think I just confused myself. Sorry. Anyway, um, Bayesian thinking probabilistic, probabilistic thinking, Bayesian thinking, you know, where my decision-making changes as I move through the day, um, because I get new information that then changes the probability of an outcome and I can change and revise my decision-making, um, Depending on likelihoods. Um, anyway, that's a fundamental construct for me in the way I practice um, psychiatry at work. I think about probabilities more and more now, and it's so much, so much of how I think is very Bayesian in perspective. It's a first principle, if you will. I don't have to have a hundred thousand different models or algorithms to help me make decisions about someone's health. I just have to have a good process. And that good process is Bayesian. Um, it's a simple model, but it's not basic. There are levels, there are subtleties, nuances, but the basic idea remains the same. And I can come across a hundred different problems and all of the solutions for each of those problems might be different but the process of how i arrived at those con- uh, how i arrive at those solutions to those problems is the same i use bayesian probab- pro- bayesian uh, logic probabilistic thinking to arrive at a decision from an outside perspective you might think gosh how is he so creative, and how is he finding all these different solutions to all these different problems well i don't know i don't know the answer before before I work through um my bayesian thinking um filters and my probabilistic thinking process. But I have to go through that simple um way of thinking to arrive at a solution. And I think we all have to figure out simple rules for how we can most efficiently work out, um, problems to solutions, um, with the least amount of energy, um, because energy is precious. You know, you know, you only have so much time, you know, you only have um, so much to give. So come up with simple models for thinking it will save you so much stress, it saves your mental health. Um, it, you know, it's the same with any high level activity that requires a degree of skill, parenting, prescribing, treatment, medications, in my investing and also in my jujitsu game. Like I said before, I keep saying simple does not mean easy and simple doesn't mean basic either. But when I talk about simplicity, it's these fundamental concepts, core structures, constructs that we need in order to master an activity or skill. You know, foundational ideas are so critical to expertise. When you observe any master of any game, sport, activity, profession, They all have a very simple approach to their chosen craft, but their approach is always made up of fundamental core ideas that they know deeply and so well. You could say that they have advanced fundamentals, you know, high level fundamentals that we all need to develop. We need to develop our own high level fundamentals. We don't need to go and learn every technique, move, strategy, algorithm there is to know because you'll tie yourself up. You confuse yourself. Plus you can't possibly learn every single solution to all of life's problems, but you can build and create solutions that work well. If you know the fundamentals, which affords you the room to be flexible and creative, instead of being too broad in your thinking, I encourage you to go deep. Go deep, reflect the same goes for parenting children. You can't expect to learn every single parenting strategy, strategy on earth because you can't. Different strokes for different folks and situations. It's much better to have the fundamentals. So you can answer any situation uniquely. So where do you learn? The fundamentals, experience, self-reflection, reading and mentorship it's easy to self well okay self-reflection is cheap reading is cheap experience and mentorship a little bit more expensive but you can self-reflect and you can read go to the library read read some books man I tell you read some books or, or watch some good stuff. (laughs) Okay. But reading, 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 self-reflection, 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 self-reflection. Mentorship is really great too. Uh, With a guide, you know, the number of steps you need to take to reach a goal, I think, is much less if you have a guide, if you have a mentor. Uh, Experience and time. Knowledge compounds over time. Wisdom compounds over time. You need to do the time. You need to develop the discipline to master fundamentals because although it can seem dull and boring on the surface, believe me that there are subtleties and details to fundamentals that you only discover if you make the decision to master them I'll give you an example from my actually from my um, prescribing practices so one fundamental idea that is really uh, I have to take my hat off to um, Ken Gilman over in Bocasia in um, in Queensland, Australia um, you know he he's like the monoamine oxidase inhibitor guru but um, a lot of his writing actually has impacted the way I practice psychiatry immensely so um <laughs> So serotonin, right, The the monoamine, um, theory of, of, um, uh, sorry, of, of treating depression with, with medication. So there's this idea that serotonin, you know, SSRIs, uh, good drugs for treating depression. It's not, it's not. And, um, you know, recently there's been some, um, it's been, you know, antidepressants have been getting some flack because, um, uh, authors of some paper have said, Hey, you know, SSRIs don't work for depression. So, you know, the monoamine, um, theory is, is meh, but of course, it, of course it's meh because depression is not sadness. You can't treat depression well with SSRIs. That's my opinion. Okay. By the way, I've just said, I'm not your psychiatrist. I'm not your doctor. This is just my opinion. Okay. Don't, don't just listen to me. Okay. Don't, in fact, don't go and do your own research. Go talk to your own doctor. Okay. Talk to them about what's right for you. My opinion is, I think with depression of a certain type, which is the stuff that we see in clinic, what you want is dopamine. So there's a whole world of drugs out there that helps to potentiate dopamine neurotransmission. So you just select the best one that suits your patient based on um, you know their unique characteristics. So when other doctors look at my prescribing, they think, my goodness, what is he prescribing? This is for Parkinson's or this is for you know, multiple sclerosis, or this is for narcolepsy, or this is for ADHD. This is for, you know, neuropathic pain or whatever. So I don't care. As long as the drug has some dopaminergic neurotransmission and minimize, you know, there's minimal side effects and my patient's happy, I don't care. But people who see this on the surface think, oh my gosh, what sort of algorithm is he using? You know, why is he um, using this drug for depression and then this other patient is using another drug? Well, the, the process is the same. The fundamental idea is that my patient needs dopamine. But what is the best drug that potentiates dopamine that fits my patient? So that's the basic idea. But there's subtlety And there's nuances and, sorry, there's nuance and there are levels that makes me an expert in this area. Simple idea, find something dopaminergic, simple idea, but there are levels to this expertise is required. And I've had experience, self-reflection, reading and mentorship to bring me to a high level of expertise in this advanced fundamental idea of prescribing dopaminergic based drugs for my patients with depression. An example from my parenting life is this idea of connection. It's a critical component. It sounds esoteric, but it speaks to being really sensitive and cognizant of my child's feelings, noticing the changes in their feelings. And it requires a suspension of my own judgment, my immediate thoughts, and my inherent need to fix their feelings. Um, It requires the, what am I saying, the expulsion of the need to fix things. It requires my effort to stay with their feelings and to validate them. And not to try and take away their pain. Although I very much want to. It sounds simple, but it's not easy. It's so hard. But there's subtleties. Subtlety to that. If, if you get it just right, it works like magic. You know, the ability to connect with your child so deeply. You know where they're coming from. You hear them. You see them. They feel understood. It's like magic and um, yeah, it's amazing connection. If you want some more of those sorts of ideas, go and check out huddlewisdom.com. The website, there's lots of free resources there, but also go check out the course huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice. And um, actually remember that thing I told you earlier about that free gift? So I'm going to give you a discount code at the end of the podcast for Christmas. It's, give me a couple more minutes, but um, you can use the code or or you can gift the course to someone that you think that might benefit, you know, and and they get lifetime access. It's a gift that keeps giving. Um, Go check it out. Huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice. Another example from my jujitsu life, actually, because I like jujitsu, you know, there's like things like actually, no, I won't go into that because I could talk on and on about that. Um, Anyway, one example that I want to share with you, which I think you might benefit from is that um, um, focusing on the core qualities of what makes a good business is better than worrying about price fluctuations of the company's stock, which can move up and down. And I think that's timely to say in this environment, by the way, this is not investing advice, I'm not a financial advisor. This is just opinion. Take this as just entertainment value for entertainment value. If you think it's not entertaining, don't listen to it. But stock prices go up and down unpredictably over time It's got nothing to do with the quality of a business, right? But that's a fundamental idea And a fundamental idea with nuance, subtlety If you choose to master that fundamental And become expert, become advanced By analyzing the quality of businesses, right? i are not just looking at stock prices, right? But on the surface, a casual viewer might think, you know, investors are just looking at stock prices. They're not. Well, they kind of are, they have to, because if they want to take advantage of, you know, cheap, uh, cheap stocks uh, of companies that are really valuable, then yeah, great. But um, like I said, subtleties right there's subtleties to fundamental ideas but you won't discover them unless you decide that you are going to master them okay that's enough for me discount code xmas 2022 xmas 2022 okay x m a s 2022 go to huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice use it till the end of december uh, 2022 of course Uh, it's yours at a discount. It's massive, massive discount. I don't know how much it is. I think it's like 60%, 70%. Yeah, anyway, go check it out. Um Fundamental Ideas for Parenting. Um Huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice. Uh you've been listening to the Huddle Wisdom podcast. Thank you for spending time with me. I hope you enjoy my ramblings, my friends. Uh, if you have questions go ask me some questions come on I'm been missing your questions hello at huddlewisdom.com i want your questions tell me what ideas you have for podcasts and i will podcast about that idea that you have um, if it lines up with <laughs> with uh, if it resonates with me i'll i'll podcast about it hello at huddlewisdom.com and I'll do a shout out to you as well. Ah, My friends, have a great week. Have a great weekend. I really, really appreciate you. Go well, my friends. Be safe. And um, yeah, enjoy your life. Enjoy the moment. Get deep. Goodbye.